Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast, episode number 21. Oh, bro, 21. We're legal. (laughs) (laughs) So today we are talking about meeting your heroes, meeting your BJJ heroes, just meeting your heroes in general. Should you do it? Is it a good idea? What, what's the go? Yeah, the whole cliche is mm. uh, don't meet your heroes, right? Yeah, and we're going to discuss, you know, a bit about why we think that is a cliche, what what our opinion is on it, particularly in the BJJ world, because, I mean, we'll get into it, but jiu-jitsu, air quotes, heroes are way more accessible, particularly now, like with the, the growth of the sports becoming less so, but they're way more accessible than, say, something like, I don't know, uh, soccer or, or football, yeah. depending on where you are in the world, or I don't know, celebrities in in some sort of other niche like um, movies or some shit like that. So yeah, it is it is relevant to jujitsu. But uh, before we begin, I had a bit of a dit I wanted to spin to Adam. You, and got, you got to explain what a dit is first. Like, I, like spin here, a dit. Yeah, Kieran, <laughs> Kieran said to me before we started recording, he's like, oh, at the start, I've got to spin a dit with you. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And like a minute later, I was like, oh, what? Yeah, like, yeah. What, so what is spin a dit? This is, oh, this, is a a Navy, this is a Navy term. Spinning, like a dit is a story. So in the Navy, we refer to, like if I was telling you a story, then I would say I'm spinning a dit. Like I'm just telling you a story. And we also refer to movies as dits because movies are stories. Does so like... So if you're watching dits, you're watching movies. Yeah. But does it have like, where does it come from? Any I have no idea. idea. It's, no idea. it's Navy, old, old Navy slang. There's a lot of like uh, really slang old. or expressions that, you know, you don't know where they come from, but we yeah. still use them. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And in the Navy, there is like, uh, it's called Jack speak because sailors are called Jack. You refer to what? sailors okay. as Jacks. Uh, pff, don't, don't ask me why, but it, it just is. So if you're a Jack, you're a sailor and- so therefore, sailor slang is referred to as Jack speak, and spinning a dit is Jack speak for telling a story. Yeah, jeez, this is- <laughs> <laughs> there's so many of them. There are so many of them. Trust me. If like you-, you actually have to learn them as part of your basic training. You get given a book that you need to study. No way. I'm not. I'm not even taking the piss. Well, well, if you go onto our Instagram and Linktree, you'll see Kieran's put a whole uh, PDF up there of all the Jack speak <laughs> <laughs> for anyone there's interested. There's books you can buy to learn like- Really? Yeah, yeah, it comes from like, there's a lot of Jack speak that comes, well, it originally it comes from the RN, the Royal Navy, uh, because the RAN, Royal Australian Navy, has lineage to the RN. It started as a contingent of the RN, and then we became our own Navy in, I believe, fuck, 1901 or something around there. Around the same time as Federation, we're like the oldest yeah. service men. I, I I screw up all of this. This is not the dit I wanted to spin, by the way. But I screw <laughs> up all of this. Like, uh, there's so much Navy and Defense Force shit that I I fuck up. So don't quote me on all of this. I just have a little bit of experience. But I wanted to start with. with so a wait, correction. hang on. Are you, are you telling a story, or you're asking me a question for me to tell a story? No, I'm I'm telling you a story. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get. To, you're the one. You're the yet. one spinning the dit. I'm spinning the dit to you. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a terrible <laughs> intro, uh, but I did want to start with a correction. I think it was the I can't remember what episode it was. It was I think it may have been episode number sixteen where I I told my origin story, but I said episode fifteen. Sixteen, I believe. I think your spreadsheet's wrong. No, it can't be wrong again. If for those who have okay, maybe to, it was 15. for those who have listened to all the episodes, I I quite or often. 14. I quite often 
mess up my spreadsheet and we'll be recording. I'll be like, yeah, 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 go back, listen to episode eight. And Kieran's sitting across who does all the editing and he's like, it's not episode eight. It's seven. But it's then you always one up. Yeah, but no, then I updated the spreadsheet. Okay. Hang on. I'm wrong. It, it is, I'm double checking on my yep. spreadsheet and on Spotify. Yeah, it's 15. Yeah, episode 15 okay. where we so spoke about your If your you journey. go back and listen to episode 15, well, one of my friends listened to that, Zach, who was, uh, we talked a lot of shit about him and I told him that. That's why he listened to it. It's one of the only <laughs> episodes he's listened to, the bastard. Um, <laughs> And I can talk shit on him because he's not going to listen to this. But he corrected me because I'm an idiot and I, I misspoke and said the SAS is a contingent of the Air Force. It's clearly a contingent of the Army. So uh, Special Air Service is uh, a Special Forces contingent of the Army and so is two commandos. So they're both Army. They're, the Air Force does have a contingent of like sort of um, Special Forces, I believe. I'm No one knows anything about them. Uh, and the Navy does not have Special Forces. The only Special Forces that are associated with Navy are in TAG, which is Tactical Assault Group. I spoke about that. If you want more information, Google it or listen to episode 15. 15. I have, before we... Spin the dip. Yeah, and, and, and move <laughs> That's on. That's not from, even the dip. <laughs> from, from Navy talk, I have one random... Um, military fact that i like and uh it's do you and you would probably know this but do you know who has the most aircraft yes after the u.s air force yep. yeah oh. the u.s navy yeah it's the, insane yeah like it's i insane. mean i mean you know, it's pretty well known. second largest air force yeah 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 it's pretty well known that the the u.s spend billions on on their military but yeah Anyway, crazy numbers. A whole, a whole different thing. Spin a dick, Kieran. Spin okay, so, away, bro. Well, we've built this up for five minutes or six minutes now. It's going to be shit house. But <laughs> it's going to talk about how you lost your coffee store or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to mention, I've, I've, I've spoken to you about this offline before and it's it's sort of tying in with the whole lockdown easing. So if you're unaware, at the time of this recording, the lockdown that's happening in Sydney, we have a light at the end of the tunnel. At the start of next month being October, which is pretty much similar to when this uh, podcast is going to be released, funnily enough, is our lockdown is coming to an end supposedly and we're going to you know, be able to start training jiu-jitsu again because the whole time of this recording, we haven't been able to, uh, for, for all these podcast episodes, we haven't been able to train jiu-jitsu at all. Uh, so it's bittersweet for us. However, as it's sort of coming to a close, this whole lockdown, you know, I'm starting to think a lot more about training and, and you know, getting back into that mindset. And I'm starting to dream about jujitsu again. Mm. And when I was like in the thick of it, dreaming all the time, or sorry, training all the time, I would have jujitsu dreams yeah. where, where I'd be like in close guard in my sleep and I'd wake up and my feet were sore because I was holding, <laughs> I'm not even kidding, like the tops of my feet were sore because I was holding close guard in my fucking sleep. And I started dreaming again about jujitsu last night and I, I had a dream that I passed your guard um, <laughs> with um, oh, it was like a, a double under stack pass, yeah. and I passed your guard like that. And then after it, you you got up and applauded, and everyone in the gym was <laughs> a, applauding me for passing your fucking guard. And, uh, it was so bizarre. And then I woke up, and it was it was like, oh fuck, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that was a shit dip, but that's it. <laughs> but, that, uh, but that's cool that you're starting to dream about jujitsu again. You know, like that's so weird. I think anyone who's trained enough and and gotten addicted enough to jujitsu has dreamt about it or mm. or lost sleep over it yeah. when you lie down at bed and you're trying to remember a position or you're trying to figure out like you're racking your brain as to how that technique didn't work or whatever. Mm. But um, yeah, just to clarify, if you do pass my guard, I won't be applauding you, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> it was so I, um, weird. <laughs> no, it's quite funny though. But um, 
you know, people who have students of mine or anyone who's um, no more relevant for students, any students of mine who have trained with me long enough know that, uh, you know, I, I'm not upset if students pass me or sweep me or submit me, you know, like obviously the competitor in you is not stoked, but you know, as an instructor, you want to see your students mm. progress, right? Like if, you know, we've spoken multiple times that the prior to lockdown, the theme that we were working on with you was particularly a lot of pressure passing, stack passing, over underpassing. Like if, you know, hypothetically, let's say it requires me to put in whatever, 20% effort for, to shut down your passes. Yeah. If it permanently stayed at 20%, like, I mean, that's no good for for you and mm. that's no good for me as an instructor like you know maybe you you know air quotes never pass my guard but maybe it gets to a point where i'm it's taken me a hundred a hundred and ten percent you know fighting f for that pass not to happen you know like so you know when i get passed or swept or whatever from students you know part of me is annoyed part of me is happy as well so um you know, I won't applaud you, but I'll be happy. For, <laughs> I'll be happy for. You. And I don't even want to say. I don't even want to say if. Like it's just when. Like yeah. it'll 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 happen one day, right? Like you you'll know, get old. Yeah, I'll, I'll get old. <laughs> and yeah, we. You know, I think in one of the episodes where we spoke about like what makes a good instructor and whatever, gone over this before. You know, I want to see your students progress. Your students need to get better than you as an instructor. Otherwise, where's the progression? Yeah, in 100%. the sport. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still a while, bro. Slow yeah. down. Slow yeah. down. <laughs> it's, it only happens in my dreams, dude. Yeah. So anyway, back to the the core concept of today's episode is we're, we're talking effectively about meeting your heroes. And like I mentioned in the, the intro, our heroes or the people that are at the top of our sport in jujitsu, they're very accessible because the sport is, you know, small enough. The niche is small enough that they are accessible. It's not like they're too far removed from the masses, if you will, like take Hollywood or something. They, you know, yeah. you can't go up and ask a question of, you know, some Hollywood star. They're in a gated community. Yeah. But yeah. for jujitsu athletes like the Gordon Ryans of the world, the Craig Joneses, even um, the Gracies, like they hold seminars, they're, they're more accessible. Yeah, and I think it's also because um, a lot of the, the competitions that take place, they're, you know, to some extent, they're in public venues. Well, mm. I mean, not to some extent they are, you know, and often it's a very small fee yeah. to, to come in as a spectator, you know, and you can get right up close to the mats, you know, it's not like you yeah. can go in the bullpen or anything, but you know, then the next level is if you're a competitor, right. You're then often like standing in the bullpen with them. With like them I, yeah. I remember when I was a, a blue belt and uh, this is before, before your time, Kieran, right? Mm. Uh, but when the Meows, I don't know if you know this, but like the Meow Brothers and Keenan, they were like mega rivals, right? Oh, okay. And they, they came up essentially all three of them um, across multiple different weight divisions, right? They were like the most dominant at purple belt and then brown belt, and you know, and then obviously now they're all black belts, right? Um, so even at purple belt, they were super well known. So kind of similar to how you know, recently like Mika Galval was like the sort of everyone, you know, exploded onto the scene at, at mm. Brown Belt. You know, Roberto Jimenez was Purple Belt as well when he exploded onto the scene. So like the Meow Brothers and, and Keenan, they were that at, at Purple Belt uh, and they won everything. 
And yeah, I remember, okay, it's not, I'm not saying the meows are my heroes, but when I was a blue belt just fighting in um, the local Sao Paulo circuit, the, the Paulista is what the, the circuit was called. And um, yeah, the, the Meow Brothers originally trained out of Sao Paulo as well. And I would be in the bullpen and the Meow Brothers would be standing right next to me, like they're waiting for their fights, I'm waiting for mine. And so that, that same thing happens at Black Belt. You know, it's slightly different because if you're talking about worlds, you need to qualify for worlds. Yeah, but other, or you're talking about ADCC. You need yeah, to be ADCC is different, or, right? Or, but, you yeah. know, like, I don't know, let's say you go to fight like the the Miami Open mm. or whatever, right? Is an IBJJF competition and you might all of a sudden be in the bullpen standing next to Cyborg or something, you know. Uh, so they're way more accessible. I don't think if you're someone who – if you're a bit of a fanboy, right, and you want to – some people get super starstruck and want to take photos. I'll just say if you find yourself in that position and you're standing next to like your BJJ hero and they're in the bullpen, it's not the time to ask them for a photo, right? Yeah. They're, getting, they're getting ready to fight. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't do that at all. They'll distract them. But, I mean, we may as well start with you. You're sitting across from your hero, so how's that going? <laughs> Good one. That's hilarious. <laughs> you got to kiss ass, bro. Yeah. You'll, be, you'll be staying on those zero-strap white belt. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. All my straps All your straps off. fell off in the wash and yeah. I told Kieran, and I was like – what the, I said, uh, the washing yeah, the washing machine, machine knows best, bro. Yeah. 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 If you, if you're, des- if you're deserving of them, they wouldn't have come off. Yeah. So I, I mean, back to the, the point, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, because jujitsu is so accessible, you can meet your heroes, but I mean, as the old saying goes, you shouldn't meet your heroes. But I think the whole reason they say you shouldn't meet your heroes is obviously you're going to be disappointed when you do. Because in your mind, you've built someone up to be this character that's not like human, right? Yeah. And these people that you're idolizing, you know, they're they're like you. They're a human. They're a person. They have flaws. They're, they may not be – you may get them at a bad time. You may approach them in the bullpen and they tell you to get fucked and then all of a yeah. sudden your hero, you know, isn't the person that you thought they were going to be. So by not meeting your heroes, you're avoiding being disappointed by the reality of it. Yeah. Because they're and a human. They're a person. Yeah, I think the that saying of don't meet your heroes, mm. I think that only applies to people who don't understand that exact thought that you just expressed, right? Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with meeting your heroes. Like you just have to understand exactly what you just said. Man, they're just people. Mm. You know, like I actually don't understand when people get starstruck and all that. I find it weird because for me it's just so normal to think you know yeah i mean whether it's a jujitsu athlete or um you know fuck whatever like an engineer or someone who i find super impressive you know like they're still just a person i didn't didn't know you followed the engineer circuit (laughs) no but but let's say for example like someone like um you know like i would be just as starstruck to meet some Gordon Ryan as I would be to meet like a, a NASA engineer or Elon Musk or you really? know, so you would, you would treat meeting Gordon Ryan the same as meeting Elon Musk. Yeah. They're just people that wow. have accomplished. I don't know, man, if I met Joe Rogan, I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty stoked. Yeah, but <laughs> you've got a tattoo of him on your butt. You know, <laughs> you love that dude so much. Nah. Oh God. I loved seeing Howard Stern rip into him the other nah. day as well. So good. Anyway. So good. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's an off-air conversation. Kieran gets all riled up when I shit on Joe Rogan. Yeah, um, so I mean I – Kieran's trying to stay neutral. He's like he's got this little 
pipe dream that Joe Rogan will hear our podcast and invite oh, us on and fly us over. Whatever. No, Joe Rogan's <laughs> going to invite me on when I become world champion black belt. <laughs> when I become the next Gordon Ryan. <laughs> but back, yeah, back to Gordon Ryan. Like for me, I, yeah, I, I find it weird. Like I don't, they're just people, man. Mm. You know? Yeah. I find what Gordon Ryan, well, actually we spoke when we spoke about trash talking and mm. stuff. I don't even find Gordon Ryan impressive as a role model or anything, you know, but what he's accomplished in, in his jiu-jitsu career his jiu-jitsu, yeah. absurdly impressive you know um i don't know man i have to i have to disagree a little bit i think if i met elon musk or if i met joe rogan or you know maybe john danaher i don't know yeah if i met these people it's because you hear take joe rogan for example i mean if you listen regularly to the joe rogan experience the, his podcast you hear him talking to all of these people like multiple times per week for three hours at a time, right? So you hear hours and hours and hours of this person. So you feel like you know them. But it, you it's, don't. But you don't. Well, mm. you, you don't really know them. And But more importantly is they don't know who you are. They don't know you. So when you meet them, you can, I suppose, particularly if you're not super self-aware, then you can get into this weird mindset where it's like, oh, I know them, so they must know me. Because it's a very weird modern thing evolutionarily we're not like evolved to understand this concept right if you if you hear someone talking for that many hours you you know you you like know them or know of them or you know you share culture with them or something along those lines right so the point i'm trying to make is if you approach it like they're your best buddy which it's easy to do when you feel like you know them so well they're gonna you know not be repulsed by you but it's gonna be weird for them they're gonna be like okay back off i don't know who the fuck you are you could be crazy Mm. you know what i mean and if they give off those vibes it may may be a shock and another reason i think you know sometimes it's good to not meet your heroes is if they serve as a symbol for you in your life take last episode we're talking about uh david goggins or sorry a few episodes ago we're talking about david goggins i think it was in uh selecting your training partners um, or episode 19 or something i was just editing it. I think it's episode 19. We mentioned uh, David Goggins. And, you know, for those that don't know who David Goggins is, shame on you. But if David Goggins, for example, was a shining light in your life and he, you know, helped you, motivated you to get off drugs or to get, you know, your weight under under control or something along those lines, if he served as a motivation and a, a rock that, you know, was important for you to get your life together and then all of a sudden you met him and that for whatever reason destroyed your image of him, that may be counterproductive for you. So I suppose by meeting your heroes, it's important to understand what they mean to you. And if you're you're self-aware enough to know, then it doesn't matter. But if you're not, then you're back into the problem. It's like a dichotomy, right? If you're not self-aware enough to understand that they're not what you think they are and they're just human, then you're probably not self-aware enough that you know, if that image of them was destroyed, then it would would affect you. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I get what you mean. But just but just going back, like why why would you approach meeting? Let's say it's someone massively famous, like you said, Joe Rogan. Mm. And I know, if, okay, maybe let's not use him as an example because he is this shining light rock for you in your life. Oh, whatever. Right? So <laughs> let's say, let's say we've got you know um, a more neutral whatever person. Gordon Ryan and. Elon Musk or whatever, like, like, why would you, why for you would it be different meeting those two people? Like, I know obviously maybe you could argue it's different because Gordon Ryan's in the industry that you're in, but I mean, 
okay, whatever, Brad Pitt and Elon Musk. Like they're just I'd rather meet Elon Musk. No, so yeah. would I. Like they're, they're just, I mean, and also you got to think like when the term meeting them is kind yeah. of just broad, right? Like if you're talking about meeting them as in you have the chance to shake their hand and say, hi, you know, it was that's nice to meeting, meet you. That's not you meeting know, But if it's them, like yeah. to sit down and talk with them, like yeah. that's different. If right? they don't know your name, you haven't met them. That's yeah. my opinion. Like if you're a fan and you like glimpse them and inter- that's interacting but that, but with that, them, right? Yeah, I guess that's a better word. But that's what I mean. I don't understand people who get starstruck to interact nah, I'm, with I'm, people. When I'm thinking you know? meeting, I'm thinking like sitting down, having a dinner with them, speaking, conversing well, with the, them. Whoever like, gets to do that with their hero. Well, some people do. Like even Depends if, our ritual. Yeah. <laughs> but even like, then like pedal it all the way back. We said jujitsu heroes are more accessible. Mm. Yeah. But like, I mean, how many how many heroes do you run into at a competition and then be like in the bullpen with them? Be like, bro, you want to get a feed after this? It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a killer acai by outside. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll shout. <laughs> no, I'm I'm more thinking like in the jujitsu context. Say if you say you're a massive fanboy of like Craig Jones, right? And you move to Austin and you go start training at his gym. At yeah, you can all of a sudden, you can train there. Yeah, and you all can the train there and all of a sudden you you not only meet your hero, but you are able to, you know, be under him. Well, that's it, yeah. If, if, you're, if your jiu-jitsu hero yeah. is an instructor at a gym, you can, essentially, you can essentially by default uh, force them into having a relationship with you yeah. by going there and being like, oh, I want to train here. I want you to be my coach. Bam, yeah, 100%. I get to see you every day. And you, you pay your fee and it's not even a, like an – crazy amount it's pretty you know standard across the board because they're a business like say you're a massive fanboy of andre galval which i'm a big fan of andre galval if i wanted to train at atos then i could and you know i don't think he instructs every lesson by no means but he does do some so therefore i would be able to ask him questions get yeah and all of a sudden you've met him Yeah. yeah and then i could get graded under him and and i've met my heroes so the point i'm trying to make within reason Jiu-jitsu heroes are very accessible because of the size of the sport, whereas, you know, Joe Rogan or Elon Musk types, they're not accessible. So I think, yeah, it could be one of those things like, you know, how people just idolize celebrities for no reason. Like one thing that I can't stand is celebrities for, for no reason. Like take the Kardashians, not a fan. Don't give a fuck. Not a fan of Kardashians. I think, you know, they're celebrities for the sake of being celebrities or Paris Hilton. She's a celebrity for being a celebrity. That's why she's famous. Cause she's famous. Yeah. That diet, like, you know, that self licking ice cream is retarded to like in, in my view, I think it's stupid, but someone like Elon Musk, he's, you know, he's in the spotlight for a reason. He, he owns Tesla. He created SpaceX, like yeah. he is someone that I look up to. I, well, yeah, for lack of a better term, I idolize Elon Musk because of, you know, where he is in his life, what he's created, his intelligence. I really respect him like a lot. And more importantly, if anyone's going to take down Jeff Bezos, oh, it's yes, Elon definitely Musk. Elon I'm Musk. waiting for them to have their robotic cyborg Metroid rocket ships <laughs> and they fight each other in outer <laughs> space. It's going to be so good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So... Yeah, if we want to no, take down Jeff. And even meeting Jeff Bezos, I would be maybe not as – I'd prefer to meet Elon Musk. I would, I would, but I would love to meet Jeff Bezos. I think I, I could learn I would, so much from him. Yeah, but I think – I mean, I think when the vast majority of people think meeting your heroes, I don't know if they make that leap that you're making where they think meeting is in – Getting Actually to getting to know and, them. And that's what yeah, I'm thinking about. I, I'm not thinking I, about interacting because that's when, superficial. I, yeah, but I think that's what most people think when they they think meeting your heroes, like maybe you get to talk to them for two minutes. 
or something, you know, like. Oh, okay, yeah, nah. You know, just this. And that can be enough to to shatter your dream. Like I'll give you yeah, an example. Right. Like, okay. um, yeah, <clears throat> I don't get starstruck at all, right? There's people who I've met for the sake of meeting in the jiu-jitsu world. Like I, um, you know, when was it I, uh, when I was in Vegas for the Masters Worlds, what year was it? I don't know, 2018 or something. I remember I um, at, at the the Masters Worlds is very different to the the adult worlds. The Masters Worlds next to the competition has a a convention going on at the same time, so there's lots of like booths set up. Oh, okay, yeah. So there can be booths of um, where you can get I don't know custom made belts where they embroider it and stuff. There's booths yeah, yeah, for yeah. you know, for example, there was a Fuji booth and Travis Stevens was there all day, and mm. um, and there was this one booth that was like uh. Salo and Shanji Hiberu and they had a booth and they had like a little mat there and they would often like you know you were pretty much just more or less free to walk up to them and ask them a question and they would hop on the mat with you and like you know and show you the the position and wow, whatever that's and then, so cool and they, you know so there's all little booths where you can interact with certain people and whatever um so I mean look I I I was there for work and you know as I walked past um uh, Salo, I went up to him. I said, "Hey, Salo, I'm I'm Adam. I'm a you know student of Fabio's because obviously Fabio and Salo, they they're from the same generation. They know each other." I said, "Oh, I just wanted to say hi and you know uh, love what you've done for the sport." And and that was it, right? Mm. Um, but at the same time, I think at another Masters Worlds, Fabio and Hodger Gracie are really good friends. They actually have a three or four joint black belts. Un- together where they've had students who have trained under the two of them and they gave the black belt together. Cool. So Hodger and Fabio were good friends and we had an alliance booth and Hodger was hanging out there for ages, right? Like pretty much across the, the convention is like across four or five days or something. Mm. And almost every day Hodger was sitting there hanging out with Fabio. And so I, you know, air quotes met him, but like, I remember it was just a brief, like, Oh, Hey, you know, I'm Adam, like student of Fabio's, blah, blah, blah. And I spoke to him for literally 15 seconds. Mm. But that was enough to, like I walked away from that interaction thinking like he was not rude at all whatsoever. He wasn't rude, but I just ended up walking away going, no, he wasn't as nice as I expected him to be. You know, like it wasn't like he was rude, but he wasn't like. You built an image in your mind Well, I hadn't built an image because it's, I don't. Well, you kind of had because you said it's not as nice as what no, I thought. But, but I, yeah, but I guess like that could go for the, I don't know, maybe you just assume that when you're meeting someone more famous, they will be more like, oh, hey, they, I'm, I'm or, or they will be yeah. friendlier. But, you yeah. know, like I, I, I guess it was no different to meeting just a random person. Like you yeah, start 100%. a new job and you yep. meet a new work colleague. And yep. after that interaction, you might go, oh, they're not very nice. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, Wow, Adam saying Hodger Gracie's an asshole. No, it's not what I said, right? <laughs> <laughs> triggered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I get, I get what you mean. It's like you have, well, not even an image in your mind, but you sort of have. I mean, you have an expectation to a certain degree, and then once you meet them, that expectation's realigned. I yeah, suppose, but um, but going back to what you said, yeah, with celebrities, mm. that I actually find it so frustrating. I, you know, you talking that, about Kardashian celebrities? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. That. You know, man. Look, if they're f- if if their work and if what makes the money is that whole being famous because they're famous. You know, mm. it's essentially Instagram influencers, right? That same bullshit. Yeah, I've right? met heaps of them. I, I'm not faced at all. I've yeah. I've met a bunch of them. 
Well, yeah, yeah, no, like they're all just people, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's a similar thing, you know, their influence is a whole other thing. Mm. But, you know, once you're a celebrity and you have this platform, all of a sudden, you know, people think that Kim Kardashian is a go-to for information on, you know, famine reform or yeah. or the the public school system you yeah. know it's like man just because i mean maybe she is you don't like unless you know a lot about their background there's plenty of celebrities who are also like you know have a uh, whatever phd in something something right yeah but i mean a lot of the celebrities people just look at them for advice and like their words mean anything more mm. just because they're famous yeah it's like when um, people accept awards at like the oscars or or wherever, and they they use it as a uh, opportunity to riff on some bullshit about politics. It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. No one you cares know, about your it's, opinion. It's like on yeah, politics. you might be right, but I mean, like, who are you to you know? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I, I agree with you. Just because you know they star in a movie and that that movie role, you know, gets them in front of millions of people. You know who they are, and then they win an award for it. Doesn't mean that their opinion on the political landscape of wherever they're from is, is worth listening to, you know? However, though, I guess it's a, you know, I'm not going to say it's a fine line, but you also can't fault the celebrities who do try to leverage the fact for the that good. Yeah, yeah. For the good. 100%. Exactly. Like, I mean, okay. The first one that comes to my mind in the more recent history was, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio did that, uh, I mean, a few years old now, but it was like a climate change film. I forget what it was called. But, um, you know, you've got someone who's then, you know, using his celebrity to help push forward, mm. uh, you know, I don't think it's debatable climate change, but a lot yeah, of people yeah, would debate yeah. it, you know, but he's using it for the good or I think, you know. But um, we could take that one step further. And didn't Leonardo DiCaprio, when he won his Oscar, use that as a platform to spin some shit about politics? Did he? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> when I, I was talking about winning the award, I was thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio oh, really? because of, that's funny. Yeah, I was thinking about him because of when he when he accepted his Oscar, he, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure, don't, don't, uh, hold me to this, but I'm pretty sure that he's accepted awards in the past and used it as an opportunity to to talk about whatever was going on in politics at the time. I like what the fuck? Shut up! I um I can tell you I have never watched the Oscars. Nah, neither. So, I just um, saw it on a like a recap, <laughs> so, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, like if it if it's for that, that's fine. Or like I said, there's a lot of celebrities that you know before they became famous, mm. they had a degree or they worked for Jordan B. Peterson. He's, he's a celebrity, but he's a celebrity for being an academic. Who's that? Okay. Wow. What's his, what's his, what's his name? <laughs> so you gave me shit one time for not knowing a fucking random Jordan obscure Peterson. Olympian. And yet I've a named, random ex- I've, I've named some big names that are like current. This dude. Yeah. Never heard of him. Never heard of Jordan B. Peterson. Is well, he an actor as well? No, no, no. He's he's a Oh, I thought we were talking about actors. No, oh, no, no. Okay. I'm just saying he's like he's a celebrity and he's he's a celebrity. He's famous because he's an academic. He's right, a famous right, right. academic. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's there's heaps of like Dr. Carl. You know who Dr. Carl is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those that aren't Australian, Dr. Carl is a scientist that is like our Australian uh celebrity scientist. And he's, you know, on the on Like Dr. ABC. Phil, right? <laughs> oh dear. yeah yeah he's he's not he's not a dr phil doctor he's like no, a, no, i he's believe a, he's a physicist i'm not sure what his actual let's find out let's go pull that up jamie pull up dr phil but yeah dr <laughs> phil would be an example of that he's famous for being you know a 
an intelligent person. He's famous for having a, a science PhD. You know what I mean? And it's the same as, like I said, Jordan B. Peterson. So it's different. I would listen to Jordan B. Peterson talking about his area of expertise before I listened to Kim Kardashian talking about uh, politics. Yeah, that's, no doubt. I, th- I think that's the point I was trying to make. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, a quick Google says that he's uh, known for popular science. There you go. He's, a, <laughs> you know, kind of like yeah. pop music, but for science. That's right. Yeah, or like probably the more famous one would be Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes, you know, yes, thank you. Um, super famous. I don't know if you know yeah. um, Brian Cox is another one. He's another physicist. Um, I've heard that name, but I can't put a face to the name. Yeah, I think yeah. he's been on. He might. I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson's definitely been on Joe Rogan. Yes, right. Multiple I times. think Brian Cox may have as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, like they're people who you would you know, Listen like to, you yeah. said, they're famous because they're academics. Yeah. But um, anyway, like so, going back to to meeting jujitsu heroes. Is there anyone that you would like to meet? I mean, oh, if, heaps, yeah. What would be your? Who would be your? Okay, so your like jujitsu hero that you want to meet. So as part of the notes, we had the whole like if you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? So I right. have I have three of those, and okay. one I've broken it down to three categories: someone that's dead, someone that's alive, and someone in jujitsu. Okay. So do you want me to go through that, or yeah, do, you yeah, get, yeah. Do, you, do you have some lined up? In your um, mind? I could, I, I didn't, I, rem, I remember I wrote <laughs> down that note, okay. but I did not put the thought into, well, let's, but I can start, answer the question. I want to start with jujitsu, then alive, then dead. So, okay. um, man, jujitsu, it's, it's hard for me. I, but I think without having to think about it for too long, if I could have an opportunity to sit down and have like a full meal with someone in jujitsu would probably be John Danaher. Like I know oh it's, God. I know it's a cop out. It would probably be John Danaher or potentially if it's not Danaher, it would be um, someone like Andre Galvao. Now, the reason that I didn't go with like Craig Jones, who I think is a hilarious legend, is because in the back of my mind, I have a little inkling that I may potentially meet him one day anyway. So <laughs> it's kind of like having a three wishes from a genie. You don't want to waste one. I'm not saying I don't want to waste the wish on fucking Craig Jones. I'd love to meet Craig Jones, but I think that that is within the realm of possibility with my trajectory as it is and, and who I know and who knows him. So I think that maybe one day I could meet him. Um, and so I wouldn't, you know, want to use this. Shut up. Don't, don't crush my dreams, bro. Don't crush my dreams. Okay. So that's my BJJ who I'd have dinner with. Right now alive who, who I, if I could choose anyone to have dinner with, you expect me to say Joe Rogan, but I'm not, it's actually Elon Musk. And it's yeah, funny that you mentioned it before. I idolize Elon Musk. I think he's brilliant. Uh, and I think I could learn a lot from him just in like a, a sit down conversation. Yeah. So definitely be. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It'd be. It'd just be be fascinating. Yeah, it'd be someone really fun to sit down with. I reckon. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Absolutely. And I mean, there's other people that I would like to meet, but you know, that's that's who I plucked. And this one's a bit of a weird one. Uh, Okay. So I want to preface this by saying I'm not religious, but if I could have dinner with anyone, I would have dinner with Jesus. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. No. The reason, and it's not what you think. It's not because oh my god, I'm like uh, I'm not religious at all. I'm I'm agnostic, but. If he actually was a historical figure, it would be very interesting. Like, obviously, you would assume that he could speak English. Like, this is a fucking fairy tale. You're having yeah, dinner yeah, with yeah. Jesus anyway. So, yeah. you know, put <laughs> yeah. your head in. But if if I could have dinner with Jesus Christ and understand his life, I could bridge my knowledge gap between the real person and what 
you know history has and built the, him up to be and the fictional book and, the, and the fictional book like to see see well yeah fuck you <laughs> check me into that <laughs> but the the bible and again i'm not religious i don't i'm yeah i just think it would be incredibly fascinating to hear from the man himself and my my runners up for that are like people like um you know not not super great people but people um like stalin or or hitler yeah. for, for other reasons to try and like but then just again, almost for the to try get an insight yeah, into their, into the, their like brain. If you, if you had um, dinner with Hitler, for example, he would just be almost delusional to the point where you just say, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Like it would be, it would almost be a waste of time. I think after the first 10, 15 minutes, you would you would stop seeing things from his perspective and just see through how crazy he is because you have the understanding of what he did. But it depends on which Hitler you you chose, right? Whether well, yeah, the early late, days, exactly. late, like how crazy was he? Was exactly. he drug fucked yet? You yeah. know that sort of shit. Um, but if it wasn't, you know, someone like uh, like Jesus, then it would be I, I I don't know. I'd have to have a really good think. There's plenty of people in history that I would of course, love to yeah. have dinner with. But yeah, I copped out. I went with Jesus. All right. What's yours? Well, I'll give you my. I guess I didn't put pre thought into this, but I'll do the same. Start with jujitsu. Um, I don't know, like. Firstly, yeah, I said right at the start, man, for me, they're just people, right? So I don't really care. And I remember, you know, I've often, when I talk about my time in Brazil and stuff, I've had, I've been having conversations with people who are a bit more fanboy and they're, and they've said to me, oh man, you just kind of like name drop as if it's nothing or something. I'm like, well, mm. they're just like people who I used to train with, you know, for any newer jujitsu fans, you know, some of the names like Michael Lange and, and stuff wouldn't be as relevant nowadays because Mike Lange's retired from competition and, and Tarsus Humphreys is more or less retired. And, you know, a lot of these people that I used to train with every day, but like when I was there with them, they were the current world champions, yeah. right? And, you know, so for me, I used to be surrounded by, it would kind of like be like someone who was a, a whatever, purple, brown or black belt or something from John Danaher when it was the death squad. They would yeah. be like, well, man, I don't get what – I used to train with Gordon and Craig and, mm. you know, and Nikki like every day. Like they're just people, right? So I don't have – especially about the jiu-jitsu world, I definitely don't have any of that sort of, oh, thing. I would never want to sit down with John Danaher because I f can't even – man, it just goes on. I've said <laughs> – <laughs> I've said – uh, a lot of times that I would love to actually take one of his classes, yeah. you know, because I don't know if his instructionals are so detailed because he's trying to get across every technique or is that every detail because he's like, well, people are paying for this content. I want to give them everything. They can rewatch it, blah, 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 you know, or is that how he teaches? Because if that's how he teaches, I don't need 45 minutes for a hip escape, bro. Mm. Like, but um, anyway, meeting a jujitsu hero it depends there's lots of people if it's to meet them because i can ask them jujitsu questions like let's say it's oh what jujitsu hero would you like to meet because i can be on the mats with them mm. i guess that's going to change in terms of what am i into at that current current point in time like you know i might want to meet someone like you know craig or Lockie who i've met before but anyway like i might want to meet craig or Lockie because i'm want to pick their brain about heel hooks or i might want to meet mikey musameshi you're talking about, about lachlan giles yeah yeah, yeah, Jones, yeah. Lachlan giles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if we're thinking to sit down and have a dinner, I don't know, I would probably, probably Andre Galvão, mainly because I would just like to talk to him about, you know, uh, 
how he's created Atos and how he's from got, a business like not necessarily or, from not a business, business but like but, uh, how he created that huge jiu-jitsu team. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I know that story. You know, Fabio's story with mm. Alliance and. You know, Fabio often praises Andre as like an incredibly good teacher. You know, yeah. a lot of people look at him just as this massive jacked dude, which he is. You know, he's definitely takes his fair share of acai and Jesus. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, but his instructionals are brilliant. They're, they're he very is succinct, and, and he's not he's not one of those guys who's just good at jujitsu because he's big and strong or whatever. He actually understands the oh, technique yeah. really detailed. He's very concise and he explains techniques really well. So I'd like to sit down and talk to him about how he, him as more just as an instructor and the team mm. he's built and all that sort of stuff. Um, so he would be someone I'd be interested to sit down and talk to. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> um, you al- stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> alive. Um, yeah, I like the idea of, of, of Elon Musk, but – Probably who I mentioned before. Again, I'm just thinking about these on the spot. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would like to sit down with Brian Cox. He's yeah a physicist like um, like Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's a, a British physicist, and yeah, I like the way he explains things. And physics is a subject that I find really interesting, but I don't. I can't. My brain can't grasp it. Like I'm. I didn't study it at all. I'm not smart enough. But it is a subject that I find really interesting. And I have just random questions about space and physics questions that yeah. I would like to be able to have someone explain to me like I'm a moron, yeah. right? which I would need because you I, are a moron. Yeah, yeah. I am a moron. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to meet Brian Cox. He'd be cool to sit down and talk to um, yeah. only if Kim Kardashian isn't available, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, dead. Oh, I don't know. I'm dead. I'm not going to say Jesus. Um, maybe, yeah, I think someone like when, how you finish saying people who aren't necessarily good people, but you would want to, you know, maybe get an insight into the way they function, you know, someone like, you know, I don't know, like Genghis Khan would be an interesting person, I assume, to to talk to. Uh, if you're thinking like you did World War II, you know, maybe I would go the other way, like Winston Churchill would be someone interesting to talk to. Yeah, Um, he would be. You know, uh, maybe if in the jujitsu world, you know, like one of the older Gracies, like Helio Gracie or Carlos Gracie or something, talk to them about the, the very day one. Yeah, know, cool. I didn't of, think of, 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 of that approach. You know, I mean, that's pretty recent history in terms yeah. of, of, of history, right? I've actually changed mine since you've been talking about the who I would have dinner with dead. Okay. Like Let's probably go. not Jesus. It would probably be uh, Marcus Aurelius. Oh, there's another person I don't know who it is. You don't know who Marcus – my God. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so, so glad that these huge names that I'm dropping, you don't know who they are because it's bittersweet can, justice for can, me. Can we have a little survey for the listeners? These last few episodes where Kieran's dropping apparent – Everyone ma- knows who David Goggins is. Apparent. What's his name? David – oh, Marcus Aurelius. Oh, my God. You know, oh. Man, I – I'm so frustrated because he's oh, a philosopher. <laughs> that's why I don't know oh, who he is. He, he was a Roman emperor. Emperor. He was a he was the Roman emperor, Stoic philosopher. He's infamous. He's meditations. Have you heard of Marcus Aurelius's meditations? The name rings a bell, and I've seen you this statue you, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, you would know who he is. You just you know you you had a brain fart. Okay, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> However, the fact that I didn't know who some random fucking random Olympian was, and then we had listeners. <laughs> hit you up and say like 
how much of how stupid I am for not knowing that yeah. yet. Yeah, I'm but dropping all of these names and you have no fucking clue. Yeah, but that's, but, but that's also like, you know, history and current, you know, known people are a different thing. You know, like it's way easier to know who, who uh, I don't know, like Lewis Hamilton is. Who the look on your face tells me you <laughs> don't know who Lewis Hamilton is. It's Lewis Hamilton. Oh my God. Is he, oh, is he uh, like some sort of Formula One guy? Yeah. Yeah, yes. right. Yes, he's yeah. some sort of Formula yeah, One guy. There you go. It's, may, it's way easier to know who Lewis Hamilton is than, you know. I know the other Anthony guy, the young, the young Formula One guy, the guy that was with Red Bull and then went to. Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, I know Ricciardo. Yeah, he's not young, but okay. Oh, he's yeah. young enough. <laughs> Spring chicken. Do you know who Ayrton Senna is? No. Oh my if God. this turns into a fucking pissing contest of name dropping, <laughs> yeah, I could yeah, I, I could fight fire with fire here. <laughs> no, I, I'm the one with the laptop in front of me. I'm I'll just the most important historical L- figure. Let me just drop some names. Plato. <laughs> but honestly, you don't know who Adam Senna is? No, no idea. Oh man. Do you know who uh, Who is he? You gotta you gotta finish yeah, it. Yeah, I will, I will. Do you know who Nicky Lauder is? You no. might no, because I just thought you might have known who he is because he was in a movie. You know that movie Rush? No. Okay, don't worry. This is anyway, this is a terrible, terrible Ed, episode. Ayrton Senna is a is a Brazilian Formula One driver who died racing. Oh. Uh, you know, considered. You know how, like in some sports, you'll have someone who, you know, they they died well before their prime. Yeah, and, you know, they yeah. go on to become this the greatest of all time, but they never got the chance to really prove yep. if they were. Anyway, Ayrton Senna was one of those people, but he also wasn't. He wasn't only. Um, you know, incredibly talented driver. He was a really positive, like, spokesperson for Brazil and did a lot of good things for the Brazilian people okay. and stuff. To give you an idea of how relevant of a person he was, when I can't remember what year he died, but any man, any of the Brazilian listeners are going to be super pissed. That we you have like five of them. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't know. I look at the analytics. <laughs> you don't know who Ayrton Senna is. Well, that's that's um, the thing. Like you follow Formula One and you lived in Brazil for five years. So mentioning a, form, a Brazilian Formula <laughs> One driver is a bit, it's a bit on the nose, mate. Let's no, be honest. But he uh, born in 1960, died in 1994. Um, so he died one year before I was born. Yeah, but still, like, what did, did that Marcus Aurelius? Was oh, he around? Marcus Aurelius is infamous. It's you can't compare. No offense, like I'm sure this guy was brilliant, but you can't compare a Brazilian Formula One driver to Marcus no, fucking Aurelius, but, man. Oh, no, but to give you an idea of how relevant he was, right? When he died, uh, his funeral, right? Him being such a public, you know how mm. often when public figures or famous people die, mm. they um, it's common ish to have some sort of like public service funeral thing where maybe they have a parade or whatever. Yeah. Um, More in recent history, more people attended his funeral than any other person. And you might think like that, that, any alone. other per- person ever in recent history, they say, right. Really? I don't know how far back they consider recent history, but to, to give that some weight what? behind it, you think like, Oh well, yeah, but so what? Well, that means more people attended Ayrton Senna's funeral than Princess Diana. How many people? How, what are we talking about? Can Jamie, can you pull that up for us? How many people? Bro, now you know. <laughs> you turned into Jamie. Does that mean I'm Joe Rogan? <laughs> if you're Jamie, I'm Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm curious. Like, is it a million? More, is it more than three million? What the far out? Okay. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Fair enough. And, All right. and what's his prin- name again? Princess Diana. There was more than a million. What's his name again? Ayrton Senna. Ayrton Senna. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll try and remember that one. 
But uh, yeah, despite that, this episode got a little bit derailed. I yeah, think, uh, he's uh, yeah, he, and you know, he just. So I don't know how I. But anyway, I was saying there's it's we'll name we'll name dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll name dropping. <laughs> Let's keep going. Yeah, no, like you could easier to understand who someone current is than yes. Okay, I'm not. Uh, I should probably know who Marcus Aurelius. such and such is. Yeah, right? you probably do. But you but, know, you know like. It's also something that unless you studied or learnt some level of history, which I didn't even finish school, I did, but, you know, you might not know who they are. Yeah. I mean, I didn't learn them in school, but I get your point. I get your point. Well, there you go. Even then you didn't learn it in school, right? So then it's like, unless you've learnt that as some self-educating. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. It's like where your interests lie. Like you follow Formula One, so you can drop a whole bunch of Formula One names and I have no idea. Likewise, I I mean, to Stoic philosophy. So I can mention a whole bunch of Stoics and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah so it, it, I suppose it, it goes down to like in your world, you would think that someone is well-known and famous, but in someone yeah. else's, they're not. Like I get embarrassed every time you drop jujitsu names and I'm like, oh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I guess like Mark's realist, it's not like a name like, I don't know, like Thomas Edison or something that's yeah, that's fair. Yeah. you know. Or, that everyone um, knows or Einstein or, that everyone yeah. knows. But he's yeah. he's up there in, in my world. Or now I'm having a mental blank, the bloody um, Isaac Newton. Like Isaac I, was having, Newton. I, was having a, uh, I, I lost track on what we're even talking about. <laughs> meeting heroes and uh, and like you changed your, you changed Mine who you Marcus would, and you who you know would who have was, yeah. a dinner with when they were dead. Or yeah. actually I kind of maybe now want to change mine. Yeah, go on. Maybe uh, a bit, I think talking about jujitsu and martial arts, definitely a bit cliche, but yeah. Bruce Lee. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And did you? And probably would be even more interesting for you. Did you know yep. that they say Bruce Lee's number one love ahead of martial arts was philosophy? There you go. He's actually that got makes sense. He's that got makes a, sense. He's got a book that I read and barely understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually gave it to Joey, so you could actually hit Joey up if if you wanted to borrow it. Yeah. But it's um, it was a book written by a guy who was kind of the only guy who was given access from um. Bruce Lee's wife, I forget her name. Yeah. But he he was like the only guy who was given access to a lot of Bruce Lee's notes. Yeah. And his like uh, all his books from university and I've stuff where he this. studied philosophy. So a lot of the book are like poems and mm. f- philosophical thoughts written by Bruce Lee. Joe um, Rogan talked about it recently. Oh, yeah. So he just like undercut me. Yep. Yeah. But, any, <laughs> but anyway, he would. He, I thought you'd be more you know, mad about he that. He would be someone interesting to talk to. I mean, being at the for lack of a better term, the kind of the founding father of mixed martial arts. I would arts, agree with that you know? 100%. Like, well, he, he was the first person that really had the concept that, you know, loyalty to one martial arts and the exclusion of all others doesn't is make stupid. Sense. Yeah, and that he, you he can was, cherry pick the best bits of different martial yeah, arts so to the be fact, more well-rounded. The fact that he was very interested in philosophy, that makes perfect sense because philosophy – is all about well it depends on which philosophy you're you're leaning toward but stoic philosophy is all about real world application yeah can i actually i was when you said that i did want to actually ask that the the chance of sounding ignorant what is stoic stoicism yeah, i don't actually know well i'm going to butcher this but i mean and this is probably a good place to to close out the episode but stoicism is basically philosophy that is designed to be real to be real world applicable that's opposed why opposed to just some like la di da, like right. philosophy that's like talking about, you know, in philosophy they do a lot of mental experiments and and things like that and talking about, you know, existentialism and and these these ideas that 
you know, it's all well and good, but for the lay person or for even for anyone, what does it have to do with real world application? Whereas yeah. stoicism is philosophy specifically for real world application. So a big idea in philosophy is, again, I'm probably going to butcher the shit out of this, but is about how you are in control of the way you react to something. Just because something happens to you doesn't mean it's good or bad. It simply is. And your your ability to to react to that is, you know, essential. And and yeah. So read into you, I'm I'm butchering this, but read into stoicism. It's Do you think when you good. get two philosophers sitting down and talking to each other, they just start spiraling into a black hole and they just that's how black holes are created <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i read neil degrasse tyson told me in um in the uh, have you seen the movie dragon the bruce lee story no no you haven't no, seen that it's a really good it. movie it's play uh, the um the actor who plays bruce lee is played by what's bruce his name lee? no <laughs> uh jason scott lee i think it's like bruce lee's nephew or oh, something cool. who play man it's an awesome movie you should um yeah, for actually, for anyone who's into martial arts at all, yeah. right? Uh, but how was how was Bruce Lee's jujitsu though? That's what I want to know. Yeah, was yeah. it any good? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I heard he couldn't bowl though, so fuck yeah, him. yeah. What what if the fight goes to the ground, Bruce? What are you gonna do then, son? But uh, anyway, it's actually a really good movie. Anyway, uh, and in it, there's like uh, when he's meeting Linda, I believe is his wife's yeah. name. Linda Lee. And um, she's asking, like, why are you studying? She's like, oh, why are you studying philosophy? And he goes, what's he say? He says something like, oh, so I can sit around and ponder why I'm unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) That was a bit of a jab at me. Uh, All right. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I think in in summary, just for for those who have made it this far but feel they need to be summarized. (laughs) Man. Meet your heroes, but they're just freaking people. Yeah. You know, they, you know, and I guess it depends. If you're just having a brief interaction with them, meet anyone, you mm. know, but yeah, I guess if you're thinking to, if you had the opportunity to sit down and talk to them, mm. I mean, that's different. It's a learning experience. Yeah. But, um, and at the end of the day, they're, they're just people. They have their faults. Like you said, you might interact with them and they, they might be, um, having a bad day or might something. Might be having yeah. a bad day. I, I, I had once when I, you know, was I worked at a cinema and I had, do you remember Rove McManus? Yeah. 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 100%. So uh, any listeners outside of Australia would have no idea, but, but Rove was a, a television personality here in Australia. He like had a his, late night television yeah, he had his show own, host. He was yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. And he came into the cinema one time that I was working at um, ages ago. He was still with his um, late wife. Yeah. Bel- was it Belinda oh, I Emmett? Recall. I think the guy I went to school with, that was his cousin. The wife was his cousin. Right, yeah. right. Um, who passed away from cancer, sadly. But uh, he came in and I remember she was super lovely and I was like, Rove's a prick. Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> but, you know, you know, maybe yeah. he was having a bad day. Maybe yeah. him and Belinda just had an argument and yeah. he was like, or whatever, yeah. you know, or he just, or maybe he was a prick. I don't know, right? But yeah, they're just people, bro. Mm. Meet your heroes. Don't build them up. I mean, actually, I do then want to go back to what you said. If it is someone, you know, that you've maybe you've built them up to this something that is bigger than any one individual can be because they've they're the person who symbolic. Yeah, got Mm. you off drugs or they're the person who whatever it was, right? It's almost like that, yeah, they've become bigger than a person. It's kind of like they've become your Jesus. They've become something that you it's impossible to meet. 
Mm. And you shouldn't, they become an idea. They become an idol. Yeah. So avoid those people. Maybe avoid those people. But otherwise, man, they're just people. Yeah. 100%. So meet them, bro. 100%. It doesn't matter. You know? That's it. I'm meeting Elon Musk tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to go out. <laughs> Gonna meet Elon he's, Musk. he's off. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the show, uh, please feel free to follow us on your streaming platform of choice, particularly if you listen on Spotify. We're pretty close to 100 followers on Spotify. It's a bit of a goal of ours to get there. So if you could help us out, that'd be awesome. And if you're feeling up to it and you're so inclined to, feel free to uh, subscribe to us on Patreon and so show some support to the show over on Patreon. To find us, you can find that link in our link tree, in our Instagram bio at beyondjujitsu underscore podcast. Otherwise, we'll catch you next time Thanks. for episode 22. Thanks for listening.